Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gove. Hey everybody, Brent Gove here. Welcome to the big show. You're listening to the podcast with myself and my co-host, Eric Lawholm. Eric, good to have you on today. Hey Brent, I am excited to be with you today and our listeners. We've got another great topic. Today we're talking about setting goals for your organization and we're going to have a great conversation. Awesome, awesome. I'm stoked. And I think this is really important because everyone's it's, you know, there's people suffer from the me syndrome. You know, I want to sell 100 homes a year and I want to make a million dollars a year and I want to have a thousand and that's that's all great. And you should have goals. I'm not saying not to. But I love this section because it really gets down to what Zig Ziglar taught me 35 years ago. And I'm sure Napoleon Hill taught Zig Ziglar and, and whoever it was before them, probably Seneca. But the old, you know, if you help people get in life what they want, then you will end up getting what you want. And I didn't quite say that right. Do you have the, do you have the proper verbiage on that? I think it's if you help enough people get what they want, then you'll get what you want. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The old Zig Ziglar quote. And, and so it is so true. Um, and, and nobody likes narcissistic people and it, have goals, do it. I have them too. I have big goals. I'm excited. Um, but really you make it about your individual team, your, your, the people you've brought into EXP. What are their goals? Meet with them one by one, find out what their dreams are. What are their goals? What is it they want to achieve? And then help them set goals for the first quarter, second, third, fourth quarter for this year, for next year and the years to come and talk to them all the time about their goals and their dreams and work to help them have their goals and dreams come true. And, 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 and you got to whiteboard it out. I'm a huge whiteboard. I have whiteboards everywhere. I have people drawn up there and here's what's going to happen for Mike Cabras. And here's what's going to happen for Luann Chicasso. And here's what's going to happen for Joey Satriano and Randy Bird and Frank, you know, Crandall and Frank Valente and Chris Okamura. And I dream about their businesses. And then my business is a byproduct. If I help them become successful, I'm automatically successful. So it doesn't have to be about me. Now, before we started this, you and I were talking, Eric, and you noticed something because Eric is a top-notch ex-Tony Robbins trainer, salesperson, and he works with me as a partner at, at Brent Gove Real Estate and EXP, and he's a consultant, he's a coach and a trainer, and, and he, he is a, pretty much a transformation agent. He's, he's a human being, he's soul, who's excited about bringing transformation and seeing lives change. So he actually meets with a lot of the agents and brokers I've sponsored and helps them come up with business plans and focus. And you made a comment to me right before we started this about what you see that agents struggle with. And I go, should we, can you share that with everyone? Yeah. Well, agents, if you think about it, they're great at setting goals for real estate transactions and for income that they want to make and how many open houses they want to have. And, and just the conversations around real estate and building an organization though, it's, it's a whole different way of thinking. It's kind of like when I went from being me to then I was married. So now I got to think about being my wife and now I got four kids. Now my whole life is like focused on around the kids and what they've got going on. And it's a whole different way of thinking than just myself. So when you're building an organization, we got to be thinking about our own goals, but then what are our, our team's goals? 
And some of the coaching that I've done, Brent, with the agents within your organization is I'll ask them, well, have you thought about, you know, the goals for your front line and then the people they're going to bring in, the people they're, they go, no, I've never thought of that. And like, we got to run these projections several years out so you can see how you're going to build a hundred person team, a 500 person team or greater. And a lot of them have never thought like that before because it's, it's, a, it's a different hat that we put on. Right. It's um, it's peak to peak. Sometimes they're so busy just trying to pay their bills. They can't see over the hill in front of them. Right. You know, they're just trying to pay their mortgage, their car payments, keep the kids in private school and and keep the wheels on the bus. So um, so how do you see 500 person organization or a 5000 person organization mm-hmm. or having the money to have a second home in Vail and, and to help your parents retire and pay off their home? And, and those are hard things to see. But um, it kind of kills me when you said, man, they never thought about it. I talk about it all the time. It's so funny. But and so here's the answer. When Eric said that to me, I go, I got the answer. I, I know exactly why. Here it is. People live in the tyranny of the now, the tyranny of the urgent. I have bills to pay now. I got credit cards. I need money to pay my credit card payments. I got new tires to put on the car. I, I, you know, we got to, you know, make the rent payment, the mortgage payment. We got to pay insurance and car and the price of gas. And they're so busy just surviving because they're, they're serving the tyranny of the urgent. But listen to me, you'll never get off that treadmill if you can't double up. you got to play the now game, which is the short game. And then you also simultaneously, and this is what takes some gumption. I love words like gumption, guts, struggle, you know, fighting, scratching, pulling, kicking, you know, grinding, you know, um, those words are great because none of them require a college education, a master's degree, or a PhD. It's something all of us can do right now. And if you'll just really fight for the long game, the short game, you got seven homes in escrow. You get 17 homes in escrow. It's a short game. There's a beginning, a middle, and end. They're all going to close. It's going to be over. You'll get the money. Hopefully, you'll pay your taxes, and you'll you'll hopefully you invest some. But it's always it's it's a short game. It, it's you're on a treadmill. Like George Jetson, uh, right on the on the with his dog Astro on that treadmill, and he's going around and around and around. You want to get off the treadmill? You simultaneously must play the long game, which means you set aside, you carve out a day a week, or two days a week, or three days a week, and you just carve out a few hours, and you say, "I'm not going to be a, um, a slave to the tyranny of the urgent." Like, yes, I need to call the roofer. Yes, I need to call the mortgage company. Yes, I got this problem with this transaction the buyer's mad at the seller and you know you'd want to come in there and be a superhero run into the room and put the fire out but you you got to play the long game which means that can wait a few hours because from two to five on wednesdays and from two to five on sunday afternoons and from two to five on friday afternoons you're playing the long game and you're going to build a sales organization and that has not happened by hope hope is not a strategy you come up with a strategy a plan, and then you execute, which means you do it whether you feel like it or not. And so guess what? As you, as you make those calls and you force yourself to do things you don't feel like doing, when you'd rather call back that lead on a $5 million listing, when you'd rather call back that person who goes, hey, I want to go look at million-dollar homes uh, at 5 o'clock today, and you want to call them back, but you resist because you live by your calendar. And, 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 and that's real maturity. And so 
when, when you do that, you start winning big. So as, as we meet with people, we're always helping them come up with plans and goals, but then you got to get them to map it out. They got to see it visually in front of them. So that's why, you know, we're encouraging people find out if you sponsor someone in EXP, find out what makes them tick. Why are they doing this? What is it they want to do? Get behind them, help them, fight for them, you know, buy them, take them to lunch, buy them a coffee, invest in, in maybe them going to an event so that they can see it. And as you help them grow out and probably a good example of that this year, Eric, is um, I've been doing this five years. I have 20 different agents and brokers I brought over. All of them will have over a hundred agents and brokers in the organization. So we spawned, we've birthed over a 20 organizations with over a hundred agents and brokers because wow. of the model. And I'm always talking about getting to hundred, getting a hundred. Now, because of that, we're going to have 12 of those 20 over 500. Can you wow. imagine having, or, yeah, exactly. And of those 12, seven, have over a thousand, seven different agents and brokers I brought over, have over a thousand by the end of this year, 2022, over a thousand agent brokers in their organization. There's 25 million out there worldwide and 208 countries. We're just getting started, but make it about them. Talk to them about going to a thousand, 500, then a thousand, then 5,000, and someday having 55 vision. And so I think that's a really important thing as a leader. We got to talk about them. It's okay to mention your goals from time to time, but make the, the star of the show, make the big deal their goals. Constantly talk to them about where they're headed and work to help them do it, help them map it out, whiteboard it out. And, and then the rest is history. Some of thoughts on that there, Eric? Yeah, I want to give our listeners some insight into how you built your organization. And so I have a couple of questions for you. Yeah. What is the current size of your organization? We have over 30,000 people in our EXP organization in 21 countries, wow. 50 states, every province of Canada. It's pretty exciting. Yes, pretty cool. Wow, that's wow. Okay, so now let's go back to day one EXP, all right? So did you have a vision from day one about building a large organization that you, were you taking action on it right away or no? So that's, that's a great question. Here's what I saw my first year. I thought, man, I, I bet you I could talk 20, 10 to 15 people into doing this with me. You know, I literally thought I could talk them into it, you know, cause I'm excited and this makes sense. And we had to own a piece of the company and we get rev share and it's cloud-based and it's the future. But I go, but maybe I can't, maybe I won't, maybe I won't work and I'll fail. So I kind of came to EXP with a six month plan. This thing's either going to work in the next six months and I'm going to get traction or it's going to be a failure. And I'll go back to Keller Williams. I go back to where I came from. I'll go back to Remax. Maybe I'll go independent and start my own thing and build my own deal, but I'm going to try. So that was my big vision was to sponsor 10 to 15 and then have them hopefully tell some people who tells people. And hopefully at the end of my first year, have 80 to 100 agents. That was my big dream. And make like 80,000 a year rev share. Take that extra 80,000 a year income and not spend it on timeshares, boats, cars, motorcycles, baseball, bubble gum, you know, whatever, you know, weird stuff you can spend 80,000 on and actually take it and apply it to my mortgage and chunk down my house and pay off my home in just a few years. 80,000 towards your mortgage each year. How many years would it have for you to not have a mortgage? So, you know, 
80 to 100 people may not seem like a lot telling 10 or 15 yourself and having 80 to 100 people, but 80,000 a year, I don't know. I thought that was pretty awesome. But I remember thinking, Eric, and I'll give this back to you, but man, maybe I could do 15 to 20 my first year and maybe they could actually tell more than 80 to 100. Maybe, maybe at the end of my first year, I could have two or 300 people in my EXP organization. I'm not the broker of record. I'm not liable for them. They're in many, many, many states and cities. I'm diversified. I'm not all in California or all in Canada or New York or Florida or Texas. We're all over. And I thought, man, having two, you know, two to 300, it's like a quarter of a million a year in revenue share. Wow. Now that's something, you know, you don't shake a stick at a quarter of a million a year. So that was my big vision. And then, you know, maybe two, three years later, have, you know, seven, 800, 1,000, 1,200. But did I ever think it would be 30,000? Not a chance. I, I did not. I wish I could tell you I could see it. Didn't see it. Peak to peak. Okay. When you got started, let me ask you this. You're one of the things I love about you. And I always tell when I'm talking to your organization, I always talk about how intentional you are. And you are probably the most intentional human being I've ever met. Wow. So Thank when you. you got started, you were still doing real estate because you had to pay your bills, but did you have intention on building your organization in that first year? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. I set aside Fridays from two to five, like a dog. And I did not miss three hours every Friday afternoon. I made outbound calls. There's 2 million agents and brokers out there between us and Canada. I, I called 189 of them my first year. I don't know if you call that heroism. I don't know. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I did it. I want to share an insight because maybe somebody listening, I'm going to deliver a breakthrough to them right now because I, I'm talking to you, your agents in your organization and the ones that are telling me that they want to build when they're, they're not building, but they're like, Eric, I want to build. I want to build an organization, but I'm not doing it. And here's what I'm finding is that they are doing their real estate transactions. They want to build an organization, but do not have intention on building their organization. And so this is why I thought today's topic was so important because if you have goal setting for your organization and then you have a plan and then you're working the plan, then you have intention. And one of the things I tell your agents all the time is if you reach out to five agents a day to build your organization and it's a two minute prospecting, Facebook message, text, email, it's 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day to have intention to build your organization. If you want to build it you know, bigger then spend more than 10 minutes a day. So could you just speak? Cause maybe you just, it just was natural to you. It was intuitive. You're like, of course I'm going to build my organization, but other agents, they're just, they've been in real estate for so long that they don't have quite that mindset. Could, could you just say what I just said in your own words, give us two minutes on it's a critical to have intention to build your organization. Absolutely. I think it's like everybody wants to lose weight, you know, and then they'll do Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig. And then they're like, oh, man, the food tastes terrible or I can't do this. And they throw in the towel. Um, does Weight Watchers totally works. Jenny Craig's totally works. It's we're the ones who don't work. We <laughs> um, what's the word? Compromise. We cheat. Uh, just gonna have one piece of pizza. I know I battle this all the time. I've just lost a bunch of weight. And here's how you lose a bunch of weight. You suck it up. And the same thing, your intention to build an organization, you have to suck it up, do things you don't want to do so you can have a future that you do want to have. And by the way, Eric, the coming real estate market is going to discipline agents 
that cannot discipline themselves. So you got to be disciplined. But I think people think, well, it's too late. You know, EXP is too big. You know, when Brent did it, there were 12. Now there's 82,000. Listen, there's 2 million out there throughout the United States. 100,000 would represent 5%. We don't have 100,000. We have 82. We have less than 5% market penetration. And so over 95% of the agents out there are not with EXP. There is so much room for growth. And then you look at global, you know, worldwide, best estimates, 208 industrialized nations, best estimates put the agent population somewhere. Some people say 18 million. I've heard 25 million. Let's go with 18 million. We have 82,000. There are 17,900,000 agents that are not a part of EXP. Man, we are just getting started. We haven't even scratched the scratch on the surface. But if you want to talk yourself out of it, now the food doesn't taste good at Weight Watchers. You know, this program doesn't work. Then you're going to talk yourself out of it. I think that's what people do. It's so easy to go after three new listings. It's so easy to sell a house for a million dollars and get a check for 25 grand. It feels great. It's instant gratification. And so you've got you've to be a person who sees the, the longer vision and, and can buck up and do what needs to be done. And that's the old 80-20, Eric. I mean, everybody wants to do it, but 20% of them will do it. It's like college. You know, it's, it's like anything. The, the Pareto principle, 80-20. It doesn't mean college is bad. Some people get A's, some B's, some C's, some, some drop out. I dropped out. Doesn't, you know, it's no reflection. I dropped out, right? And so you want to take 100% responsibility for your life and realize there are three rules in life. Number one, life is not fair. Bad things happen to good people sometimes. Number two, you're entitled to nothing. You're not entitled to health care. You're not entitled to an education. Keep thinking you're entitled to stuff and see how that serves you in your life. And number three, Rule number three, no one is coming to rescue you. It is time to buck up. It is time to look yourself in the mirror and go, you and me are going to go toe to toe. And the people who are willing to fight through it and struggle and get coaching and reach out and help, it, it happens. It's it's not magic. It's motion. And um, I'll end with this. I had, or unless you have another question, I have a friend, Juan, a month ago, he came to me with tears in his face, hadn't made a real estate sale in eight months. Fast forward, I go, how many people did you talk to? I've talked to 100 people. I've shown probably, and he's like, nothing, 100 people. And we're all, oh, wow, it's a lot. Tony Robbins says, and I quote it again and again and again, if you're in your head, you're dead. You're in your head, Juan. You're not talking to enough people. What do you mean 100 people? It's a lot. No, 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 no. Watch this. I'm going to cause your real estate business to explode. Talk to 10 people today. Anyone, do you know anything about buying or selling real estate? So he did it. And we met that evening for one minute. Yeah, I did it. I actually got a lead. Okay, do it again tomorrow. Do it again tomorrow. And the next 10 people, 10 days, Next 10 days, he talked to 10 people a day. He talked to 100 people in 10 days. Now, it took him eight months to talk to 100 people. He had no momentum. And then and 10 days after we met, he talked to 100 people in 10 days. We are capable of doing so much more. By the way, his second week, he made a sale. No sales for eight months. It's not magic. It's motion. He started doing the motion. He started putting himself in the path of progress. Bam, sale. Guess what? Saturday night, sends me another text. Second sale. Fourth week. So he went from no sales at eight months to two sales in the first 30 days. He's on track to do 24 sales in a 12-month period, except now he's got momentum. He's actually got some listings he's about to take. He's starting to show property every day. He's writing offers. He's going to start selling three and four homes a month, which takes him up to 36 to 48 sales a year. But when you apply this to agent attraction and, and you, you, you compartmentalize your life, this is when I go to church. This is when I play golf. 
This is when I go kite surfing. This is when I'm a dad. This is when I'm a mom. I do little league here. I don't do real estate here. I do soccer here. I don't do real estate. When you can learn to compartmentalize your life and not cross the boundaries and let real estate serve you and not dominate you, you can have a life. It's amazing. But if you're working 18 hours a day, seven days a week, you are on a fool's errand. You're on, you're, you're just a, a you're just serving mammon. You're a slave to real estate and it real estate owns you. It's running you around like a ball and chain. You're not in control. So you've got to compartmentalize. You have to, um, you know, when are you going to be a mom? When are you going to be a dad? When are you going to the gym and you live by your calendar? And if you will be intentional and do like you and I, we set this time aside to do this podcast. I had no doubt you would be here. You had no doubt I would be here. And this is how life gets done. It's not magic. It's motion. Live by your calendar. Get stuff done. You will improve. So I don't know if I answered your question, but there you go. Awesome stuff, friend. I have one more idea I want to share. Before I get to that, though, for all of you listening, one of the opportunities of this podcast, it gives you, it's like having Brent be your personal coach. So I'm picking his brain for all of your benefit. Go to brentgobe.com, go to the podcast button. You go find all the previous episodes, find all the ones where it's Brent and I, I'm here picking his brain. There's other guests too, and the guests are great, but they're, it's like having Brent as your private coach right in your car, you're driving around to your appointments and let his mindset impact you because he's out there doing it. He's done it and he's doing it both on the real estate side and on the agent attraction side. The final idea I want to briefly talk with you guys about simple goal setting formula for growing your organization, goal strategy action. So what is your goal for personal number of agents you're going to bring in the next 12 months? And then you want to think about that from your team standpoint, second level, third level, all the way down. And then what is the strategy? And then you're going to go out and you're going to take action. Like Brent was talking about, you're going to be intentional with your agent attraction. You're going to schedule the time. And you're going to go out and execute, and then you're going to duplicate yourself in your organization. So it's you and two people with agent traction goals, strategy, and they're taking action. Then it's you plus 10 people. And then the next thing you know, it's you plus 30 people. You all have clear, not just real estate goals. You're going to have those too. You've been doing that for years. Now we're going to have agent attraction goals. What's your strategy? You're going to be intentional, and you're going to go out and take action with vision. I'm going to turn it over to you, Brett, for the final thoughts on the podcast. Beautiful, beautiful. I will say this, Coldwell Banker, 100 years ago, set goals to attract agents to their brand. They did really well. They sold the company to Rilogy. Their grandchildren's grandchildren made millions and millions of dollars because they focused on that. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, Keller Williams, Sotheby's, Christie's. You could go on and on. We, we know John L. Sullivan Real Estate or John L. Scott up in the Northwest. And there's other big brokerages in the East uh, Lions in Sacramento, they built 1200 agent brokerage. When you, when you build a brand and you love and serve people and support people, the return is not a $500,000 a year living. It could be 5 million. It could be 50 million. The big players bring big love. They bring big value. Agent attraction is about loving other agents and brokers and adding value and not just you selling 90 homes a year or 1900 homes a year. You're going to be a change agent. You're going to change lives. It's amazing. Step up, do this. And I will see you at the top with Eric, just like our good friend Zig Ziglar always said. Thanks for being with us today on the podcast. 
That's going to wrap up another great edition of the Brent Go podcast. Please share this podcast with your organization. And I also, I always say, listen to the podcast seven times with Brent's best ideas into your subconscious mind. We look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information, video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe and it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually gonna notify you and you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now don't forget to like me on Facebook so you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.